Welcome to Staying Healthy Naturally, a show that focuses on healthy ways to help you achieve optimal wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Gary Krakoff. I have my degree in naturopathic medicine, and I'm a pharmacist at Johnson Compounding and Wellness in Waltham, Mass. And today I'm pleased to welcome Miles Sarrell. Um, Miles is the national educator for CV Science, and he has his Master's of Science in Experimental Medicine. And we're going to be talking today with Miles about um, CBD, um, CBD oil, how to choose a good product, what to look for in the labels. Miles has been extremely helpful educating our staff at Johnson Compounding on the benefits of CBD and how to choose the right product for the right person. And one of the things he's pointed out is more isn't better and that he, one of the phrases he uses was a sweet spot. Everyone has a sweet spot for the right dose. And it's where we've been trained, you know, most of us as consumers, if I have a big problem, I need a huge dose. Correct. And if I have a little problem, then I can use a little dose. And if you don't hit your sweet spot, you might be taking a high dose and having no effect. And so we're going to talk about that. So, Miles, we're getting a lot of questions about CBD, how much to take, how do I know a good product. Um, right before we started, we mentioned somebody came in and said, yeah, mine is 1,500 milligrams per dose. And I don't think CBD comes 1,500 milligrams per dose. Well, you know, when it does come 1,500 milligrams per dose, do you know what Epidiolex is? No, please so tell me. So Epidiolex is the FDA-approved prescription CBD. In okay. 2018, the Food and Drug Administration approved a GW Pharmaceuticals pharmaceutical drug. Uh, it is 99% isolated CBD, and it was approved for treatment-resistant seizures associated with Dravet syndrome and Lennox-Gastaut syndrome. So very severe childhood epilepsy. Okay. You're taking, on average, 1,500 milligrams of CBD at a time. Now, that is a different product for a different customer or a different patient, right? right. That's orders of magnitude higher. So the than, people right. coming in saying, my bottle says 1,500. Right. That, that's not the prescription one. Right. That's 1,500 milligrams in the whole bottle. Correct. So, so there's a lot of confusion in the CBD world right now. And I'm going to ask you, have you ever seen any other supplement labeled the total milligram content in the, in the bottle. bottle? Have you ever Never. seen a turmeric product labeled total milligrams of turmeric in the whole bottle? No, right. so that's just a almost a marketing ploy to make it seem stronger, or it's a company that's just throwing something out there that really isn't doing the consumer so, service. And I think we just should rewind for a moment. Yep. And so I think what we're talking about is this idea that we're seeing these products that are being marketed, and they'll say right on the front of the label, 500, 1,000, 1,500 milligrams. And that is not the dose of CBD that you're taking in every dropper full or in every pill. That is the dose of CBD in the whole bottle. And it is illegal to label things that way. But the reason why things are being labeled that way is because there's a lot of people approaching the supplements world from the cannabis dispensary world. That's how they're used to labeling things in okay. a cannabis dispensary. Okay, so if we could, um, and I'm sorry, I think I was the one who jumped the gun. Let's start at the very beginning. Sure. What, now that it's, read, it's available, 
what is CBD? What is what does CBD? It use? What can what can it help with? And what people a lot of people don't know what's the receptor in the we have receptors in our body that like CBD and it's healthy to give CBD. It's a lot of questions all at once. Yeah. So CBD stands for cannabidiol and it is one phytocannabinoid. Okay, so you get phytocannabinoids generally from the cannabis plant and there's at least 80 different phytocannabinoids in a hemp or a cannabis plant. Everybody usually talks about CBD and then people talk about THC. THC right. being the cannabinoid that is responsible for psychoactivity, the high, the euphoria, the munchies associated with drug-type right, drug cannabis consumption, marijuana, pot, etc. And so you find very small amounts of THC occurring in hemp. The predominant phytocannabinoid in hemp, true agricultural food and fiber hemp, is CBD. And CBD regulates receptors in our body that comprise a component of us called the endocannabinoid system. Okay. So we have this system, and it sounds a little bit abstract, uh, especially for us not science people out there, but the endocannabinoid system, it's almost like the conductor of our nervous system. It helps to keep us in balance. It connects our immune system to our nervous system. And in fact, you find these cannabinoid receptors uh, all around the body, in your gut, your liver, your pancreas, your skin. It's not just about the brain. In fact, uh, there's an Italian scientist I admire a lot, Vincenzo De Marzo, and in 1998 he wrote that the endocannabinoid system is the system that helps us relax, eat, sleep, protect, and forget. Now, if you're not sleeping well, that might have to do with an imbalance in our endocannabinoid system. Okay. So it's just like how we make neurotransmitters like serotonin, GABA, and dopamine. We make endocannabinoid neurotransmitters. Okay. One of them is called anandamide. Yeah. Anandamide comes from the Sanskrit word ananda, which means bliss and joy. So this is your bliss molecule. And they're actually finding that if you're deficient in anandamide, if your body is unable to make enough of it, maybe due to genetic SNPs or maybe due to lifestyle, um, that that is being linked now to fibromyalgia and migraines. Okay. So what do you do about that? CBD is being studied to boost the function of anandamide, to boost its activity, to boost its production, to prevent its breakdown. And in doing so, CBD is not replacing anything in your body. It's just supporting your own endogenous cannabinoid function. So what I'm hearing is using CBD, it can be used for certain conditions, but having some CBD could be very balancing to the body. Precisely. For most people. And that's where I think less sometimes is more. Right. Okay. I'll give you an example. Yeah. Uh, I've actually met somebody that had tried 20 milligrams, pretty moderate dose, uh, didn't help them, made them feel worse. Then they tried one milligram of a hemp extract containing CBD. That was what helped them. Every other day, one milligram for their okay. chronic pain. All right. Yeah. So when you, when you came in and were teaching all of us about CBD, one of the things you said was there's different extracts, there's different combinations of the whole plant extract Correct. and the yeah. standardized CBD, and there's also different extracts. Some of them will cross the blood-brain barrier and some of them don't. And to start low and slowly work your way up as opposed to 
hammering the body. Right. Can you talk a little bit about the different ex extractions? What's yes. available? So what is important to remember, like any herbal plant extract, is that there's not just one active compound. Right now, the market is so focused on CBD, CBD. but in fact, hemp, true agricultural food and fiber hemp, contains at least 400 different compounds not just cannabinoids, but you get fatty acids, same type of omega-3s and 6s like what you find in flax seed oil or in evening primrose oil. You get bioactive terpenes. The terpenes are scent molecules, but they have their own properties in terms of helping with inflammation. Uh, all eight forms of vitamin E, tocopherols, tocotrienols, you get these compounds uh, like cannabisin that are now being studied to protect the brain from inflammation. So it's way more than just CBD. And depending on how you extract the plant, what you're doing to extract or what part of the plant you're extracting, some people might be wondering what's the difference between the hemp seed oil that they're using in their cooking versus hemp oil extracts, right? So the different parts of the plant are going to contain different compounds that can support your body in different ways. So it sounds like it's important to make sure you have a full plant extract. Full spectrum or broad okay. spectrum. And so in fact, uh, I prefer the term broad spectrum. I know a lot of people yeah. are throwing around full spectrum. Full. Uh, but for me, a broad spectrum extract is one that extracts the aerial parts of the hemp plant. So aerial, everything in the sky, right? Everything okay. above ground. In fact, plus CBD oil, our company does not extract the roots. The roots are very bitter. And hemp is also a bioaccumulator, so the roots might have the highest chance for some soil-derived toxins. So we don't include the roots. You also don't find CBD or other cannabinoids in the roots. So we focus on everything above ground. Seed, stalk, leaves, flower, all of that, we CO2 extract it into our raw green and gold formulas. So then, why raw hemp? What's the advantage for raw hemp? Well, it turns out that in a raw plant, in a cannabis, just naturally, all of those cannabinoids are bound to acid. Okay. So you don't have CBD, you have more CBD acid, CBDA, which does not cross the blood-brain barrier. So CBDA, what's it good for? You're not really going to be getting as much of a relaxation effect out of CBDA. But instead, CBDA is being shown to inhibit cyclooxygenase 2. Same, so in English, for Same enzyme that ibuprofen okay. blocks and down-regulates that enzyme as well. So that would be good for joint inflammation, injuries to the joint, right. and, to calm it, and pain. And that would be... Which ex extraction? So that's the raw hemp extract okay. over here. So that that would be raw, and okay, so that's good. So the raw one is more, and I don't like using comparisons, but it would be like a natural ibuprofen. Well, what I like to say is it's an herbal inflammation alternative. Okay. Now there's some interesting aspects about CBDA. It's not just about inflammation. Uh, it turns out CBDA has a stronger role in regulating serotonin receptors in the gut. Now, your gut nervous system, that's your second brain, right? Yeah. So we express 90% of our serotonin receptors in our gut, and CBDA having a strong role in regulating them might translate well to support for nausea. There's some research ongoing about the use of cannabinoids for chemotherapy-induced nausea and vomiting, perhaps even motion sickness. 
Uh, the other thing, I said that the raw formula might not be the best for stress anxiety, but that might be, especially if you're holding your anxiety in your head, if you have butterflies in your gut. stomach, Spilka's in the Ganectica zoink, then maybe the raw formula could be perfect okay. for kind of calming that down a little bit. So this is very interesting because I think as the public starts getting educated on yes. CBD, people, I think, originally were just thinking CBD is CB CBD oil is CBD oil. Right. And so I just need to go get a bottle of CBD. Correct. So someone who uses something that has a lot of CBDA might not have as good an effect depending upon what they're using it for. And you right. really need to choose what type of CBD you're, you're buying. To that point though, you will find very few companies manufacturing raw hemp extracts. Yeah. Reason being is that your raw hemp has to be exceptionally clean to CO2 extract it and then not heat it at all minimally processed into those soft gels or into those liquids. Okay. So I think for us actually it speaks to the quality of the Dutch hemp that we're yeah, growing. You're doing it. Okay, so then moving, what's the next type of extraction? Right, so then the what we raw? do is we heat up the raw, gently heat it. It's a process called decarboxylation. Okay. And that heating, what it does is it breaks the acid off of the CBDA. Okay. Now it's converted into CBD. Now it can cross the blood-brain barrier. Does it still have activity in the periphery? Less so. Now CBD can still help to support a healthy inflammation response, but in a less specific way than CBDA does. Okay. So, so if someone was using CBD topically for a localized injury, yes. would they be better off using the raw form? Not necessarily. Okay. The raw, so, so we're, we're going to get to the gold formula because okay. we do have uh, the gold topical that I like a lot. Uh, okay. We're going to talk about how that's a little bit different than the green, but it's a different mechanism. Okay. Right. But what I want to say about the green is that that, I think, is our favorite product for support for stress and sleep. And it's not just marketing hype. Uh, we actually have some large case studies uh, done by Dr. Scott Shannon. Scott Shannon uh, helps to operate the MAPS program, which okay. is looking at the safe use for psychedelics in treating trauma. And he operates an outpatient clinic in Fort Collins, Colorado. And so he's actually been using our green formula, that heated CBD that can get into the brain uh, in cases of pediatric PTSD, and even in a large case series involving, I believe, 72 women and men um, being treated for either sleep or, or daytime stress, 25 milligrams a day of the green formula. And around in, within the first month, 80% of people saw a reduction in anxiety levels. Excellent. So we're starting to get those clinical studies out there. Okay. Yeah. And so then, what's the difference between the, gr the green extraction and the gold? Yes. Uh, so what we do is we concentrate, we use a machine called a short path distillator, and it concentrates 10 kilograms of the material for this into 3 kilograms of the material for this. Okay. Now in practice, what that means is that this seems to absorb a little bit better into the body. You have a higher percentage of naturally occurring hemp fats as well as a higher percentage of the cannabinoids. And so I think that this is great for people in need of additional support, enhanced support, perhaps related to pain. We're hearing a lot about CBD helps people with stress, pain, etc. 
we're finding a lot of anecdotal use for this in pain. We're actually running a randomized placebo-controlled study with our gold formula so we can really start to find out what that's going to be doing. Okay, so yeah. what my takeaway from when you were at the, at the wellness center, but here is that it's really important when people are looking for a CBD product that they talk to someone and give the person some information right. to help them decide because it's, again, it's not, I need the strongest right. or I need the weakest. Right. And you're better off maybe starting weaker and slowly increasing then at that point figuring out what's now that being said you know some people might what we're finding is that i don't know if you've seen this but people are so excited about cbd it's bringing people that have never walked into the health food store before into the store for the first time and that cbd might be the first herbal product they're trying for the first time yeah and so that conversation of low and slow i think makes a lot of sense but some people might not be wanting to experiment with that they might just want to feel something and so the CBD is really well tolerated the worst side effects that people get from taking too much might be some spaciness or dizziness or sleepiness so if somebody is in a challenging spot they're looking for support you know Go a I still higher think, I really love the 15 milligram soft gels that's okay. what we have some of our medical advisory board using um, in some of their challenge patients. You know, I think that it is still an excellent product, that there isn't a, um, you know, low and slow makes sense. It makes a lot of sense to take but three milligrams, but, but sometimes... needs help. Right. Okay, now also on the label, on the back, on the supplement facts, it right. tells you how big, the do how big the dose is, you know, how much you take. Right and what's in it, and there's two numbers on there. One of them is like 60 milligrams, one of them is I think five or 15 milligrams. Can okay. you talk about, because that's where we're seeing a lot of people have confusion yes. on what they're actually getting yes. and taking. Well, let's circle back to your first question related to, you know, total milligram dose on the okay. pot. Because this is where it all lines up and that nobody is consistently labeling CBD products the way that they should be as a supplement and product. hopefully that will change Correct. in the near future. Correct. So right away you will notice, let's take this bottle for example. Right. Nowhere on here does it give you the total milligram content of the bottle. Now I can tell you there's 750 milligrams total CBD in here. We're not putting that on the bottle because we don't want to confuse people. Because some people then might think that they would be taking 750 per squeeze. That's not what you're getting. So take a look. Right on here it says, supplement facts, 15 drops is half a dropper, and that provides you with 19 milligrams of hemp oil. And within that 19 milligrams is 5 milligrams of CBD. Okay. okay? And so both those numbers are important. Both of those numbers are important. Now, if you have a product that only says 19 milligrams hemp oil, or hemp extract, or phytocannabinoids, you don't know exactly how much CBD, CBD. you're getting in that serving. So you want to know, and also if you see a product that only says CBD, then you're not sure if that's an isolated product or, or the full the, spectrum. Yeah. So in seeing that you're getting both the hemp oil content and the CBD oil content, then you know exactly what you're getting in each product. Okay. So some people might be thinking, well, five milligrams, I'm seeing, you know, even if it's not 500 milligrams at a time, 
you know, there still is this upward push for bigger and better doses. Right, because that's just a tiny amount, but right. you don't need a lot. Well, what we're finding, you know, and I, I want to break down this idea of full spectrum versus isolated again. I know we spoke about it a little bit, but again, isolated. That is just the CBD, one compound out of a food matrix of 400. And some companies are just preparing the isolated CBD because it's cheaper, you can get higher doses so it looks attractive to somebody not in the know. In these, this five milligrams of CBD in each serving, you're getting more than just the CBD. You get other cannabinoids, you get the fats, you get and the they terpenes. They all work together. And you taste them. Now this is something for you all at home. You can taste the CBD. You can taste the other nutrients that aren't CBD. Have you tried these? Yes, and what you make, most of the companies will make an unflavored and a, a coffee or a cocoa right. flavored and a, a spearmint. I found it was, it tasted good. It does, yeah. you know, it doesn't have a bad taste. A question that keeps coming up, should it be put in the mouth and swallowed? Should it be held under the tongue? Can it be taken with food or without food? With food, without food does not matter because you're getting, you know, again, this is a hemp food extract, so you're getting some of those components that are going to help it digest and absorb. Uh, now, if you're using the liquid, underneath the tongue can be really helpful. Uh, hold it there for about a minute or two. You do get um, sublingual absorption. Yes. What we're finding is that the blood levels of CBD might peak more quickly underneath okay. the tongue. But you will get good absorption if you squirt and swallow. Correct. Okay. And it is important to remember, again, uh, we have cannabinoid receptors all over our body, including our gut lining. CBD is now being researched for GI distress and leaky gut. And so okay. perhaps directly swallowing it is an yeah. excellent way of helping the gut, helping our microbiota. Okay. Has there... I know anecdotally we have people coming in saying they're taking a low dose every day and they feel better. Mm -hmm. um, that's probably just getting the body centered. Absolutely. And the endocannabinoid system in many ways is the system that helps us adapt to our world. And our world is a very stressful world is, at the moment. Right. So, you know, it's not that CBD is this magic bullet, but a true hemp derived broad spectrum extract is going to provide the nutrients to help you adapt to boost your own vital response so that you're able to feel more well-being in the world. And our bodies, um, as one of our previous guests said, our bodies want to be centered and function well. Correct. And so any help, that's why sometimes small amounts of different things can have a huge response because if we give the body what it's looking for or what it needs, yes. just about every function in the body can work better. Correct. And so that's now just not the real deep medical conditions, okay. but in general, what are some of the things that people are using CBD properly for? Yes. What is most researched um, either anecdotally or even in, in some of the clinical findings is people are using CBD quite successfully for stress, uh, for pain management, um, stress before bedtime, sleep support, uh, but now we're finding new research on CBD in bone strength and in blood sugar regulation. Okay, and we, we found going back a long time ago, we work with a, um, a group, a neuropathy group in one of the towns near here, and the people there even eight, 10 years ago 
we're talking about CBD oil and neuropathy. It seems to be very helpful for a lot of people with neuropathy. CBD has the ability to directly protect nerve uh, cells, or neurons, okay. both in our brain and in the periphery. So that would be good for the people with neuropathy, but maybe low dose on a regular basis could be protective for the rest of us. Or even using it topically for right the neuropathy. Right on where it hurts. So, I just wanted to get into the fact that we have cannabinoid receptors in our skin, as well as in the immune cells and in the neurons that reside in our skin. And so when you apply CBD topically, it does not absorb into the bloodstream, but it just supports the area that you're applying it to. Now, if you have somebody that is really concerned about drug testing, they're worried about any cannabinoids showing up in the urine, especially if they're in law enforcement or, or military, uh, stay away from hemp seeds. Don't even eat hemp seeds. Stay away from any CBD product. But the topicals should be fine because you're not getting okay. that blood absorption. Okay. But that. you can still get support for your achy neck, your joints, etc., yeah. your neuropathy, perhaps. All right. Well, I'm sorry to say I just got notified our half hour is just about up. It flew. It sure did. Um, Thank you for the information. This is, we're just at the tip of the iceberg. We really are. With CBD. Um, I think what I would like to stress is for people that it's very important to choose going somewhere to get a CBD product where the people are educated and know what they, what you need and what they're selling. Because with supplements, there's many wonderful companies and there's many companies that are just pushing products right. to sell a product. And it's safe, it's effective, but like anything else that you're putting in your body, you should know what you're taking right. and when. I hope you'll join us again. Let's so do it again. So we can drill in. And thank you very much. And thank you all for joining us. If you have any questions on CBD, feel free to call me at Johnson Compounding at the Wellness Center. And Miles, thank you so much. It was you, great having you on.